My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! Even though I've been knocking me down, I have to figure it out. See my way through the doubt. And when it seems I'm lost, turn it around. Could this be happening now? Cause all my life I waited for this day. Hey guys, this is Pop Poor Review, the movie podcast. I'm Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today we are talking about Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, part of our November Christmas celebration. <laughs> it's Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. It's about decades after his apprentice betrays him. A once joyful... Betrays him, not portrays him. I said betrays. I heard portrays. Okay, great. Um, okay, if you're going to be this angry during the entire podcast, I don't want to record with you. <laughs> a once joyful toy maker finds a new home when his bright young granddaughter appears on his doorstep. It is at a 95 and a 74 audience. 95 critics, 74 audience. And the drink is called the Winter Wonderland. It is a... Uh, it's like a mulled wine. It's red wine, pomegranate juice, oranges, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, and allspice. It was delicious, actually. Jingle Jangle, Christmas Journey on Netflix. <laughs> Did you like it? No, it was no. one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I my- have never disliked a movie it, like since Cats, which was like, what, a couple months ago? Oh, my God. This movie was so... I could not. I wanted to turn it off. This movie's worse than Cats? Wait, wait, wait. This movie's worse than Cats for you? No, I said oh. it's the first movie since Cats that I've like insanely disliked. This movie made Black Christmas look like it's a wonderful life. Uh, no, I know. I'm not. actually, I'm actually okay with have seeing Black Christmas now because this movie, like, I three tries. It took me three. You are tries smoking something because I would. This. I wanted to poke my eyes out during Black Christmas. This I actually enjoy. I like this movie. I took three pages of notes of how much I. I didn't think like my it, favorite. And I never take notes. I notes too. I think my favorite. Kelly sent me one of my favorite notes as but, a preview. <laughs> but I. I, I I don't know. I liked it. I, th- I well, it's also but very. You love but, cheesy holiday movies. Too. I don't like cheesy. I like. Yes, you uh, do. You like the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell? Do you I never not? saw that. I do. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's a good Christmas movie. Yeah, Better but than Jingle see, Jangle. like you like yeah. you like Christmas movies like that. Well, I like Christmas. You have a big bias. I have a, I have a big heart. I have a soft spot for Christmas movies. It's not that hard to get me to like but, Christmas. But movie. I didn't even consider this movie a Christmas movie. Oh, I thought I, I didn't gave, think Jingle Jangle was a Christmas movie. It put me in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> this movie felt like a a a lighthearted steampunk taking steam place punk? in like Antarctica. I, I know okay. what I know. Jim, what Jimmy's trying to say. It's like very. It's like one of those like movies that like it's futuristic, but has like that weird like industrial mm-hmm. like, like Repo the Genetic feel, Opera. Like but what? like Repo the Genetic Opera with Paris Hilton. Yeah, Why but are you like that sounds terrible. Uh, it's actually pretty good that actually i I just like this movie it was just like it it was just first of all i hated all almost all of the acting i didn't like any of the music it just was so long and boring and i have to say uh just like okay so the main girl the main little girl in it she i'm sorry but like i can see her being excellent on broadway or the stage but i her state you could tell that she's a stage actress a child actress coming from the stage because 
she just i don't think she translated i'm not trying to really hurt her because she's a kid but she didn't translate well onto film oh i thought she was great no yeah, like, i don't I, think she tra- i think it was a lot of like broadway it was very broadway very broadway and i have no like pro- i have no problem when it comes to that but it just it just didn't fit like yeah, this should have been on broadway yeah exactly like this felt like the like dance a numbers and stuff it should have been on broadway I don't think this. I th- I think like if this was a Broadway show, it actually would be okay. I, I'll give it props for that. But translating onto film, I think it was very very poor. Okay. So also none of the actors except the one who played adult Jessica. But Who's adult Jessica? None of, Which one is that? That, is that was the daughter. Uh, the like Forrest Whitaker. The daughter. The that daughter. Was, adult uh, daughter. Anika she, Noni Rose. Yeah, she's no, a singer. Yeah. No. Yeah. But like she's the only one that knew how to lip sync. Like all of the other ones, all of the other actors did not know how to lip sync with the overdub or whoever like cut it together was like a split second behind, but it was it looked so terrible. No, they were a whole second behind. I thought that was the one thing that really right? bothered me. The okay, whole thing, you agree? It wasn't just me, right? No, the whole like even her like no one, no one. It sounded like they recorded it and weirdly like just like played it over the movie wherever they felt like it. Like it no, did not yes. match. That right? that did okay. bother me. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. Me. I thought it was just me and I was being, but I was like, this is like really bad. And the thing is, is like, I think a good majority, not a good majority, like obviously there's Forrest Whitaker, Michael Key and Anika Noni Rose, the little girl and who played Journey and Mrs. Johnson or whatever, like you could tell they're stage actors. Like they just didn't know, like they couldn't even do like fake singing well. Like it just didn't look well and it just looked so unnatural and it, it just turned me off completely. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Madeline Mills, uh, she was in School of Rock on Broadway, so she's been she's the a Broadway actor. Yeah, uh, I I actually I enjoyed her, but I the Mrs. I think her name was Mrs. Johnston. Johnson. Oh my god, I was think that she's the terrible. post office yeah, person. But, what was going on? Why was she like growling at well, that, people? That whole part could have been cut at her and her, who is it? Her and Geronicus. Oh, no, um, Edison. Edison. The two of them I hated. Like I was like, you could uh, cut them out. Yes. And I would not. I would be fine with it. Hold on. One of my early notes is Mrs. Johnston is annoying as fuck and terrible at lip syncing. In parentheses, why is her song so also overtly sexual? Because <laughs> she's a sexual being. She was being. like she she was like literally caressing everything, and I'm like, she's trying to t- tr- like the songs about you know there's still more to life, and then she's like caressing everything, and I was like, she is terrible. Like she is not good. But my first note was. Is this a greatest showman wannabe? That was like first the first thing I saw with the opening scene. I'm like, this is just a greatest showman wannabe that's not working out. So right here's now. what we're gonna say, and please don't scream at me. Let me finish. Yeah, I know you first. like greatest showman, but you like the jingle jingle more than well, greatest showman. Well, the, yes, but I don't like greatest showman at all. But I love the music, greatest showman. But jingle jangle, I thought the whole problem with uh, greatest showman that it was entirely made for Broadway and they decided to make a movie out of it. What you thought was the songs and stuff, I thought Greatest Showman was like that for the whole movie. Like, the entire movie, they had it planned out for a musical on Broadway and they're like, you know what, let's make a movie instead. But the music is one of the, like, the music is great. But this one, at least, when they, they were when they were doing musical numbers, which I did like the musical numbers, it felt disjointed to the story. But when they were actually just doing the story part, I actually enjoyed that better than Greatest Showman. No, I didn't like the story to this movie at all. I also just think you're... I mean, you're, the story to Greatest Showman isn't the best because, I mean, P.T. Barnum was not a nice person and they made him seem like he was, like, God's gift yeah. to Earth. So there's major issues with that movie as well. But, but at the same time, you said that this was all Broadway acting. I thought that was... I thought it was double that on Greatest Showman. 
Oh no, wow! No, more, we have. But this very is more film. That was more film. No, I think this that. is more film than that. No, holy well, crap! First this of all, Forrest Whitaker. Did he even sing, or did he just like talk sing the entire time? He talk singed. Was I was just like, what is he doing right now? I don't, I'm uh, to Keegan think. Michael Key. I remember like one part, and then Mr. there were G people. Song. There were people dancing with champagne glasses, and I'm like, they're glued onto that tray. Okay. Um, this was a hundred percent way more Broadway than Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman, like. As an autobiographical film, not good if you're looking at it solely from there. But it was at least like a film. This was just like this should not have been a film. Oh, I see. I don't. Th I think. I think that literally it was like they did the bare minimum to make Greatest Showman a film. Also, the characters in this movie are extremely. My next note was all the characters are uninteresting. Like I could care less about all of them. I have no idea what any of their names are. I, I only know Geronicus. And I like Geronicus, like Journey. I liked. Um, uh, I like their also their younger selves. I kind of like their younger selves better. I, mean, I was barely paying attention, and I was able to keep track with this movie because there was not much going on. Yeah, I was staring at my phone, and I was just like, okay, like I didn't miss anything. Once again, I, see that's I. I really think I think that for a great show. I watched it one night, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I can follow it pretty easily. Yeah, but or, even if or you don't maybe, like the story of Greatest Showman, the music saved it, and the music in this was terrible. I, I like the maybe. music. I'm not saying it's good as Greatest Showman, but I did like the music. Maybe it should not have been on Netflix. Maybe it should have been in the theaters. Maybe you're supposed to, you should, if you saw it with a group of people, it would be a better, maybe it's the the uh, experience. Because, I mean, I haven't seen Greatest Showman in a while, but... I, mean, I think I might have saw it on TV one day and I was still like enjoying it, but it wasn't as enjoyable as, as it was like in the theater with the surround sound and the big screen and then the dark room. So, I mean, maybe Jingle, you might have enjoyed Jingle, it more. I might have enjoyed it in a theater. I thought it being on Netflix, I was just like, nope. I mean, I disagree. I don't think I would have liked this at all. Just again, like I, I didn't like anything about it. I, I hated the acting. I don't, I didn't like the acting. At all from anyone, even Forrest Whitaker. I I think that if I, I do, I did like the animation though. I liked the, the animation, animation. Was, was too animated. I liked the animation. I thought the yeah, the animation was good. I didn't like and that. I did like the set pieces. They gave me Diagon Alley Hogsmeade oh vibes. Hey, Kelly, literally, I wrote. Wait, where is that note? I literally have. I love the set. It was a mesh of like Christmas Carol with like Diagon Alley. I was like, I wrote. I, I mean, you're not gonna be able to see it, but I wrote set pieces give me Diagon Alley Hogsmeade vibes. That, Those are plus. That's also why, like, I kind of like like the scene. Like the scene to me was kind of cool, to, like look around and stuff. I don't know. I just I liked I liked how they told it too, like the whole like going back and forth with like the animation and not, but. I thought that was creepy. I, I, I like the animation, so I can't say anything about that. Oh my god! I just read my next note. <laughs> I wrote, "Wait, hold up." Did this little girl just go on a long journey to see her grandfather without telling anyone? That kid is like ten. What the fuck? Bad parenting on Jessica's part. But she, but she, well, she thought <laughs> that he wrote a letter. I know, I know, but like she's like ten years old, and she's like, "Here, go in this carriage and go like across <laughs> for the country." I don't give a shit. Like, bye. You'll be safe. Like, I was like, wow, they must be super trusting in this in this air in this place. I think it was cobblestone or cog cobsme or something like that. They're very. Trusting. I don't know. It's they're, not a real place. They're a very trusting city. <laughs> I just want to know. Um... And I didn't know Michael Key was in it because then my next one was like, "Oh my fucking god, is that Key? Please save this movie, Key." I and he, he didn't. Was fun. I thought I, he was um, funny too. I didn't like his little animatronic side. Ricky Mar Ricky yeah, the Martin? Ricky Martin. I was like, "Wait, that was Ricky Martin?" And I was like, "No, nah, I didn't like Why it. Didn't it was you creepy. Like it? He was creepy. I was just and stupid. He was I thought he was stupid. Well, he was the villain. So he's gonna. He was the villain that they the, barely. The little doll showed. was the villain. Yeah. No, the villain was Keegan Michael Key. 
No, well, the, no doll the, the doll is Keegan Michael yeah. Key. Oh, He's the I real missed, villain. I missed a big part of that. Also, it was stupid. I, because what did they I, do? How did they stop yeah. him? They just like pulled his batteries out. Yeah. 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 But so I was like, so I'm like that was stupid. They could have just did that from the beginning. Also, They're like I you're doll. Like He's not going to do that because he was listening. No, to but him. everyone else is like, you're a doll. But if you notice, that, he kind of hit himself from everyone. I said I also hated the math stuff. I wrote, oh. "What the fuck is the circumference of spectacular and the second derivative of sensational? This is fucking stupid." Like I was like, "This is too much. I can't." Like who wrote this script? Oh, that was like also the when, director when they were um having the I'm sorry, director. snowball fight, and then they would break oh down into like God. dance sequences. I was like, "You just." through a snowball now it's time for a dance break like what is going on okay but why do i feel like i, I don't remember greatest showman but i feel like they did that as well like similar things they had um they had snowball fights in greatest showman no, and broke out sn- into a 15 second no, 30 but second they had dance, dance break. breaks i believe in greatest show they only, during a song d- during no, a but song I feel like like no during the, the circus like, parts and stuff I, I haven't seen it in a while in the matt i've seen this movie like almost 20 times there is no random dancing that's not part of the circus show or them just walking around that like yeah no, literally i don't know like I, I, if they were like you know walking to into the meet the queen of england and all of a sudden they broke out into a dance break i would have been like well, what the fuck is going I on i could be very wrong i don't like the movie so i didn't really pay attention to it so i you literally I'm, I'm going the, based only, on you, Kelly, the so. only time that they probably did that when they were it was when they were doing this is me and they were like dancing back in like uh, while they were walking down the yeah the that, crowd that's in the, the only that's the only time i remember them doing but that. like that was okay because that's the best song in the movie <laughs> okay it's time to record the promo what promo the what the promo we should record a promo i don't have the body for porno no a promo oh guys we should uh we should record a pr- uh, promo oh that's a great idea Hey, we're three hours later. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. And I'm Mike. We started this podcast because there's too much content in the world, and finding something worth your time could be a hassle. That's where we step in. Every week we listen, watch, or play something for up to three hours, and then we come back together to talk about it and see if it's possibly worth your time. Follow us on Twitter at the number three HRS underscore later, and our Facebook and Instagram number three HRS later. And please give us a review on Podchaser and iTunes. And we have a Linktree link as well with everything else. Uh, link tr period ee or slash three hours later. Hey, that was a great idea, Mike. I hate you both. Um, what was else was like? Oh, you're also gonna yell me about this, but I also loved Buddy Three Thousand. No. I mean, he was cute. I'll give him that. But, not, but, uh, but he was Matt, barely in it. Matt so kept like saying, really he goes, watch out, for, get ready no, for Buddy 3000 oh, yeah. because he's everyone's saying he's cuter no, than said, Baby Yoda. No, and I, I was say, like, no, there's no, nothing cuter than Baby Yoda. Robot to baby well, first Yoda. of all, I would never do that. But I think if Baby Yoda was in the picture, I would love Buddy 3000. No, Gizmo would also, still be cuter. Also, no, absolutely not. <gasps> wow, Gizmo from do not Gremlins? even say that. Gizmo is one of... It, it's like Baby Yoda and Gizmo need to get together for a movie absolutely and just not. do their no. thing. Can you compare Gizmo Jimmy, to Baby Yoda? Do not compare Gizmo to Baby fucking Yoda. Gizmo is no right one, underneath no, Baby Yoda. I think no, Buddy 3000 no, is no, a no, close no, no, second. Neither of them. Baby Yoda is king. But what I No, he is. But what I said, I didn't say everyone. I said there's an article that says... I literally quoted... Move over, Baby Yoda. Buddy 3000's coming in. Who wrote this? Who wrote that? Entertainment Weekly. Also, my next note is, why does Forrest Whitaker only take on grumpy man roles now? Because he's a grumpy like, man Was now. Black Panther I'm, a grumpy man role? 
I like. I'm literally like. He was the um, priestess. Kind Why of can't thing. I remember him in Black Panther? He died. Literally, early the, on. I just think oh, of him as the, the purple flowers. Yeah. Saw Guerrera in like in the in Rogue One is what a, is coming oh, to like mine. So it's just like I just feel like he's always just playing a grumpy fucking person, and I'm just like, what what is going on? Like Black Panther? No, that's an exception. Like he finally like did something different, but I feel like all I ever see him in now is him just being a grumpy fucking person. And I also feel like he's just taking on roles that he could like, like he's such a good actor. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but now there's not one. Now I know you said there it's there's not one song you guys liked. My next note right after that is the songs are not memorable or catchy. Also, they feel like way too long. I think the only song I liked was the beginning. No, I think you actually talked about it before. Oh, make I, it work. No, oh. it was what the little girl sang and she's dancing on the ledge. Oh, oh, I'm in. Impo- I'm not possible. I'm possible or something. Yeah, like, that. like that's that's one of the ones I I, I kind of liked, but because I, I thought I didn't actually like she it. was a good actress, just she needed to once again get off of her out of her Broadway state of mind and into a see film state of mind. My favorite two were the beginning one, where it was this is this day, and then make it work where it was uh, Forrest Whitaker and Anika Noni Rose. Yeah. Oh yeah. No no. Whenever Forrest Whitaker started singing, I was just like, no. Oh, I really liked. I don't know. I like the hammering part for the. I don't know. I like the, the hammering. Part. Yeah, when he's hammering. Is he trying to fix Buddy? Yeah, it was like, I don't know. I hate, I didn't like any of the songs really. And then I wrote, Journey has a CGI skirt in the flying scene. That's all I could focus on. <laughs> in the end? Yeah. No, it, when they first started flying. So like, okay, so for context, guys, even though you should have seen this movie if you're listening to this podcast, there's a scene when, the, when Journey and this apprentice just this other kid i'm not gonna even explain who he is he's just another kid yeah he thinks he's a princess and they find this toy that forrest whitaker's character geronicus had never finished or was able to get to work and it finally comes alive and one of its things is that it can make people fly i don't know how it's never explained and she's flying, and I was just looking at her skirt the whole time because I'm like, that's a CGI skirt. Well, no, I'm like, she's I've, wearing a CGI skirt. It works if you believe. It only works if you believe, and I think that's the whole thing. Like the whole, the whole movie was like believing, so it's like maybe that's no, why but it I was mean, like, like floating. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it's, I was just like, I can't really explain it. Like they believed and they fly. Like it's Peter Pan, I guess. But I, all I could focus on was that skirt is not real. <laughs> that's um, it. But it did fill my Christmas cravings. So no, like see like this, I, I didn't, I, I literally didn't feel like it was a Christmas film. I thought it was just like a, a fantasy film. Like if they were to release this in the middle of like the summer, I would have been like, Oh, it's like a fantasy film. But they're it's all about at the Christmas. beginning and the end, but they're talking about Christmas all throughout. Yeah, but I, I just didn't feel like a Christmas movie. What do you want them to poke you in the eyes with a Christmas tree? Yes. 3D? What if it was 3D and they could have just thrown snowballs and Christmas trees and ornaments and Buddy came at you? Yeah, that... This just was like a movie. Like, it didn't even... Like, it could have taken place during any fucking holiday, to be honest. I think that's what, like, I... For me, like, I'm like, I didn't get any Christmas vibes at all. At all out of this. Like, there's other movies coming out that I'm like, that's a Christmas movie. Well, like, The Happiest Season, Christmas Chronicles 2. Holiday, I think, filled my Christmas... Oh, that's movie the, better. I thought that was going to. That didn't feel like Christmas. That filled a, That just felt like a fun movie. No, no, that filled Christ- my Christmas movie. You think Holiday it- is more of a Christmas movie than this? Yes. Oh, I don't. We said started and ended on a Christmas, and it was very Christmas. You know why? Because Holiday actually, I actually enjoyed Holiday, so I was like, oh yeah, they finally got a happy ending. Like I hated <laughs> the remake of the Grinch, the animated one, but that filled my Christmas movie. At the end of the movie. Okay, oh, so this the, is my favorite note Kelly sent me. <laughs> at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so, like, I have to go back. So, this movie is, like, basically this grandmother telling her grandkids the story of Geronicus Jangle, yeah. which, who's an inventor. His apprentice steals his stuff, and then he falls into a depression, and his and family his gets all... Blah, blah. He's, his he's not, like, an comes. inventor anymore, and he's just, like, fixing broken man. things. Yeah. He's a pawn and shop. His, exactly. And his granddaughter comes and reinvigorates him, and then he reunites with his daughter, and then you know they get they all get a happy ending and he's back to being a great toy maker and inventor at the end the grandmother finishes the story and then uh i forgot what happens and there she says something and the granddaughter's like oh my god grandma are your journey and i was like no 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 and i wrote are you fucking telling me that these stupid ass kids don't know their grandmother's goddamn name? <laughs> so well, their grandma, you're telling not journey. So you're telling me that these two children and they like 11, 12, like between 11 and 13 years old, didn't know their grandmother's name. And so didn't know that she was telling her story. And I was like, this just ruined the entire movie and then, for any no, but, but then qualities. They look out this giant ass window and there's the, the, the j- jingle jangle factory, like in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's like this huge factory. I'm like, did, did, did they not see that like three seconds ago? Well, I had that same thought. I was very like, I was did like, they not realize that this was going to end like this? I was very confused. Do they not know that they're rich? They live in a nice house because their family owns the Jangle factory. <laughs> I will say the ending did confuse me because I'm like, um, did they not see that? But then I was talking to my mom who we watched it with and she's like, no, I think that's like a metaphor to like believe. Like once you believe, you'll see it. And I was like, oh, actually, that makes sense. Like they, unless they believe about it, unless they believe in it, they won't see it. And I was like, that kind of makes sense. They won't see the, the factory that gave them their nice ass fucking house. No, it's, I think she was saying it was supposed to be like almost like a North Pole type thing. Like unless you're believing in it, you don't see it. Um, uh, well, then they did fly away, so. That blew my mind. I was like, these kids are so fucking stupid. <laughs> I will say, though, as much as I did like the music, I would I would have been fine if they kind of cut all the music out, because that's what was the kind of the disconnect with the movie, and I feel like I would have enjoyed it even better. Like, not because the music's not it, but because there's no disconnect. The thing is, is that, like, if you're doing a musical like this, like, you have to embrace the fact that it's also a musical, and I was just like... There really was no like score or anything. Like I can't even really remember a score to be honest. Like it's just like randomly you guys all just broke out into song. That was the like, thing. The that's way and pretty you, much what happened. And if you noticed the editing, it was very like they would focus on something else and it would go into a scene with a song and then like they would focus on like a shot not involved with the music and it would go back to the normal story. I'm like, that was the problem. I was like, I think if they embraced it more or just you know what had like the music be the score, I think I w- I think it would have enhanced it more. I also think it was like who like the director like really dropped the ball because it's like you put all this effort into making this a musical and you barely show any of the musical numbers like besides like zooming in on the person who's singing like I was just like you have all these extras dancing around and I'm only getting like two seconds worth of like an entire group dance. Oh, like, I don't agree with that because the beginning song I had do- it, the Mr. G song had it. No, like there was like another song and they just kept focusing on this one dancer and kept zooming in on her face. I'm like, I can't see anyone else doing anything. Oh, I didn't find that at all because I thought they actually like, the, Also, I didn't the- pay attention that closely because I was so uninterested well, in this. And you can't say that because you didn't pay attention to it. Because it was so bad. Like, make it work. Um, this day. I don't even know what song that is. <laughs> Magic Man G all had like grander entrances. The make it work was one with the hammering. Is that all you remember from it? No, Cause... no, because I liked the I liked what they did. Like they incorporated the hammering into the song, and like it was yeah. Anika Noni Rose and Forrest Whitaker like, back and forth, and I I thought it was good, but 
I digress. She's Jimmy, also in Dreamgirls. She was and Prince and the Frog and she was in something else. I can't remember I was just it right say, now. She's in something. She was else. on The Good Wife. That's not. No, there's another of. movie. I don't. I actually don't. I, I don't know. My handy dandy calculator is out. And Matt, what do you give this movie? Uh, seven point five. Kelly, give point five. I'll say give it two. That's a three point. I'm sorry, I do not agree with that <laughs> at all. <laughs> I do not agree with that whatsoever. And now, actually, like, I'm uh, curious. But if everyone's listening to this, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter and say what you felt. The about socials, the movie. because what I say is more comparable with the audience than you guys. I've heard middle to high. I haven't heard like bad. That's you know the what? thing. Let's go on to Letterbox. Okay, see, yeah, and see if there are any negative reviews um, right now. What is it at? It's at a three point two. Out of how many? Out of five. So it's like what I gave it, right? Like a seven? No. Probably. That's probably like seventy-five yeah, percent. I would no. say it is. So here's a one-star review. Okay. We honestly couldn't even befin- finish it because our stoned asses were so fucking confused. Well, were you guys another stoned? one-star <laughs> reason? For Believe you? till the magic happens. Wait, why am I still forty-five and living with my parents? I guess ma- I guess magic doesn't assist that exist at all. All right, I have one that I guess is probably. Someone on Google wrote a three-star review. It's a long one, but I feel like it it like encapsulates like it's like let me start by saying I look forward to new Christmas themed movies every year, so I had a reminder set for this one. That's Matt Chico. Yes. I'm about 60 minutes in and although I'm impressed with the visuals and cozy factor, I'm dissatisfied with the script. The cast holds a very, very few, very high profile names, but that's sort of where it ends. I'm not even sure if it's completely kid friendly. I guess it depends on the age. This film is a musical and I expect it as much, but I think I'd be more impressed with the storyline if they lifted it off my screen and put it on Broadway. The vocals and instrumentals are strong and gorgeous. Anika Noni Rose is a powerhouse and the songs are actually pretty sweet. The choreography is cute and fun, but the dancers and young actors are suited for stage acting. It might have been different if they had pulled film actors into the mix and trained them to do the dance scenes intermingled with stage dancers. It may have mellowed out the overly exaggerated scenes. That is, like, exactly how I felt, but they gave a way higher rating. Like, this one I feel like I agree with. There's one on Rotten Tomatoes It's like, I just felt like the movie was just okay, nothing amazing. Okay. It really did not feel like a Christmas movie. However, the music and the movie was great. Overall, the story was good and just needed more of a Christmas spirit. I thought it had that, but I can see what he's saying. I can see what he's saying. I can see how people get, like, kind of be like, oh, okay, it's not really that Christmas Eve. I did, but guys, we're just not going to agree on this. Check us out. Uh, at Popcorn Review on social media, www.popcornreview.com. Uh, check out anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. And check out Titancast, amazing podcast on there. And we'll see you later for another, what did we call it? Christmas? I don't know. You just, Christmas in Christmas, November. Yeah, Christmas in November. See you later. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.